What's up, friends? This is a throwback recorded originally August 26th, 2019. It would have been just post Mile of Music with two of Mile of Music's most important staff members, Taylor Greenwood and Ian Thompson. Uh, they've become better friends of mine since this podcast. It was a short one, but we basically talk about the music industry as it applies locally to Appleton and Northeast Wisconsin and just kind of music as a community. So enjoy. What's up, friends? What's up, friends? We're back. But why not? But why not? Today I'm with Taylor Greenwood, Ian Thompson, two Mile Music guys, I guess. Two people that really help all year round to make Mile Music happen, um, and uh, they're here with us. This one's going to be short because these guys got to go get something to eat. Um, why don't you start us off with the question of the day, Ian? Uh, you you had a good one, and then uh, Taylor, if you had one, you uh, can you can throw yours out there too. Question of the day for Fo- the Fox Cities. For the Fox Cities, Northeast uh, Wisconsin. Northeast, I think I think I'd like to know if if. The people of Fox Cities would like to start paying for art, uh, music specifically. I think it's important that to support our local musicians and our local music economy that uh, they start uh, looking at ways to, to pay for that. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to pay for music as an art? Are you willing to pay for music? I guess uh, like LimeWire and what was the what was the original one? Napster. 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 Yeah, kind of uh, really changed how music gets paid for. So it is definitely an interesting question. Yeah, I think also it's from a live perspective. You know, do you want to you know pay for these live shows? You know, these artists uh, they work very hard. You know, very talented. They go to the venue, and you know it's a free event, and a lot of times it's the bar event. You know, the bar gig Mm -hmm. doesn't pay the artist very well. Um, How do we, as a community, come together and start? you know, paying for this, mm-hmm. I think it's important. Yeah, for sustainability too. Mm-hmm. Not 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 so much festival specific, but yeah, but, you know, through throughout the year, how can you know something that we talk about so much is the community coming together outside of the fest to to pay for art and and you know to continue to support it beyond you know all the great things that great partnerships that we have with our, our sponsors and stuff through the festival. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we continue to, to, you know, make that go? Yeah, how to build upon that, you know, mm-hmm. how to continue to build a scene, a sustainable scene year-round. Yeah. Um, you know, these, these artists, like I said, they, they travel throughout, you know, from Green Bay all the way to, to Milwaukee or Oshkosh um, and all points in between. You know, I think it's, like, again, important for us to, as music consumers mm-hmm. uh, to to pay a, a cover charge or, or you know a ticketed show mm-hmm. uh, you know for, for a lot of these hardworking local musicians yeah the question that came up in my mind was um, I mean you can get as creative as possible with that you know it can be covers it can be it can be very transactional that way mm-hmm. or it could be free shows just having more people dropping tips in the bucket or buying the the merch at the end Absolutely. or interestingly enough like kind of what like the refuge does is like more of a 
we're going to just like support you in a way throughout. It's not even transactional. It's not like you need to do this show for me, for me to support you with this money. It's like, um, I'm going to support you as you build toward hopefully some next thing that makes you money. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. And there's some platforms. I know, uh, Patreon. Is, yeah, is that would be that, that's coming online or has mm. been online uh, now for a little while. Uh, so very similar to that where you're kind of being kind of a, a, a Mm-hmm. a donor to a specific artist yeah. have, do you guys t- um, talk about how programs like that could be implemented like as like in, within mile music or groups outside of that or yeah we've we've discussed uh, I mean we we've discussed value of artists and, and you know artist payment obviously everybody that plays for the festival gets paid um, but you know, we we definitely discuss like the year-round programming and um, like Mile Music presents and stuff. Yeah, and and, and just everything in, else within the community, um, and just I think as music lovers, you know, more than employees of uh, the the festival, I think you know we're we're always thinking about just continuing to create and build value within the community. Definitely. Um, yeah, why don't you two explain kind of your backgrounds? You're both transplants, as you put it. Um, both of you guys are coming from East Coast uh, with, I'm assuming, different, uh, you know, different ways that you stumbled into loving music. Um, Taylor, why don't you start just kind of brief history of, of how you got here and yeah, sure. with music. Yeah, so I grew up in Western Massachusetts, uh, little town of 1200 people called Northfield Massachusetts um, and uh, yeah I grew up playing music with uh, my best friend we had a band and uh, we used to drive down to Northampton which is where a lot of our uh, festival musicians come from oh, cool. um, they have a hell of a scene Heather Maloney yeah. uh, Jamie Kent um, Matt Slaheka Ryan Hummel, um, so many more. Mm-hmm. Um, Bellas Bartok. Bellas Bartok played this year. Um, cool. They they all come came from that scene too, um, but yeah. So I I grew up living there, uh, playing music there, and uh, yeah, I met my wife at photography school. Um, she's from Appleton, and then okay. uh, we both moved here after she graduated from photography school. Um, and uh, we were actually talking about moving back to okay. uh, Massachusetts because the scene here was a little uh, not super interesting for us. When was this? Like uh, this was right before Mile of Music started. Okay. Um, so we were we were talking about going back. We we had plans for it and everything, and and then the festival happened, and we're like. Oh dang! Yeah, we can't. This go. is cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah we, there's potential here. Yeah. Sweet man. So that's that's about that. Yeah, I, I volunteered. Uh, I made a donation uh, as a local business. My photography business made a donation year one, and uh, year two I started volunteering on the submission team, um, and then I carried that. Uh, through the last couple of years, and then I started doing contract work uh, as a talent buyer. So 
Nice. Didn't you donate uh, instruments too? Donate some instruments, right? Yeah, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you went out and bought yeah. instruments and donated to the music education and the festival. So. Yeah, they all went to Madison, I think. Ah, cool. That's cool. Yeah. What about you, Ian? You've been with the festival since uh, year one as well. Yes. How long were you in the area before then? Uh, moved out here in January of 2008. Okay. Uh, I was transplanted out here. My background's in supply chain. Okay. Uh, planning. It's a good spot uh, for lean process improvement. Okay. Um, so yeah, I came out here in 2008 from uh, Allentown, Pennsylvania. Um, did not play music. Do not play music. Uh, just loved music. Um, that was kind of what we did. My friends and I, and, and now wife, uh, did back back east. Go to shows all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had a lot of really cool little clubs in and around Allentown in the Philadelphia area. Um, so going to a lot of festivals as well, and I kind of got the bug uh, as to go to a festival. Mm-hmm. Um, then you know being out here again you know like like taylor and, and his wife melissa you know there was a point where um we're kind of like oh you know do we look at going back do we look at another area um you know the economy 2008 to mm-hmm. 10 was was on a downturn um then it started coming back and then you know this community this thing happened in 2013 which really just kind of changed the entire landscape of this community mm-hmm. um and we jumped in on on it uh, right away and it was Milo Music to volunteer and we volunteered the first year I volunteered the second year as a co-volunteer coordinator um, third year I started as a contract labor mm-hmm. uh, and then just two years ago came on board full time and then uh, jumped into uh, talent buying and uh, operations and using a little bit of my supply chain experience yeah uh, there too so you left the supply chain gig um, I was kind of yeah. I, I no. Did, yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, like what? Like what do people like? T- talent buying is like the the title or whatever. What do people kind of always question about that process? Like, I guess, um, is it just kind of like relationship management? Like it kind of seems. Oh, if we had to explain it. To yeah. Somebody? Yeah, I think the biggest portion of it is relationships mm-hmm. it's so key in this industry um, being in the music industry and music festival industry specifically it is uh, relationships building relationships maintaining relationships for sure mm-hmm. yeah. Sure to, yeah it's about the size of it yeah everybody everybody's always like oh man you have the best job it's gonna be so <laughs> awesome and I think it's it's one of those things like the sort of like a grass is always greener I mean obviously right. we love it and I think the you know that we both feel very fortunate to be be doing it but it's it's still um still work specific skill set and it's still Mm -hmm. it's still work and Mm -hmm. and, uh definitely i think you know just music in general and any aspect (laughs) always becomes a, a labor of love and, and so you hope it does right yeah <laughs> it's definitely a labor of love i mean we um you know we have taylor and i have a really awesome dynamic uh together um very much uh team approach to to the whole thing um you know we, yeah <laughs> nice plug uh so we uh you know personally i feel humbled 
to be a part of something that's so positive and brings so much positivity to this community, which is now, you know, our home. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's really cool to see this thing taken off the way it has. Um, I think with this last festival, we've really turned the corner mm-hmm. and it really felt like a music festival. Mm-hmm. And we were able to bring that here to Appleton, which is something pretty amazing. And on top of that, we've not reached a global music community where we've had five countries and 41 states wow. uh, coming to this festival this year. That's really cool. Um, Taylor and I do some traveling for scouting and meeting people, so we go to conferences. Okay. Uh, across the, we were up, well, I was up in Canada uh, this year for the Folk Alliance Conference and seeing artists and management teams from the UK wanting to meet with me to talk about Milo Music. Wow. So they know about Milo Music in Scotland. Yeah. They know about Milo Music in the UK. And it's it's pretty humbling. It's pretty special. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Do you know how they heard about it? Um, just through word of mouth, really. Like the artists that, that play here and then they oh, go tour right. over there. Mm-hmm. Or right. they look us up. Yeah. You know, and, and It's amazing. Know, for routing in the US. And they, they look and say, okay, what's, what is this? And, and then we're there in front of them and we get yeah. in front of them. So it's... It's cool to be able to go to them cool. and talk about Appleton and Milo Music and the things we have going in this community right? and then well, bring them here. Why it works. Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, you guys have taken such, like as an organization, have taken such a cool long-term approach with like the artist care, like the Post Crescent just posted about mm-hmm. the artists yeah. that had melanoma and it got taken care of. Incredible. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like that's, I mean that's that long-term approach that's going to spread word of mouth and clearly already has so that's cool that the feeling and the sentiment is you turn the corner because obviously here we it just feels like that it's probably felt like that the last two maybe three summers but you guys obviously know more within the organization um what year did you guys feel like um being there basically since the beginning in some way or another what year did you feel like it really was like made a huge like quantum leap i guess i think it's it's always been gradual sure um i think that you know as you build anything i i I think that you you need to take a look at what you're doing year to year um and then expand on that and and i think that the team's just done a really great job of of working together to to do that folk you know focus on what the the great things that we, you know, did that year, uh, and and then build on them. I think, mm-hmm. you know, for me personally, this is just the the second uh, second season for me. You know, really being super involved. Mm-hmm. Before that, it was just on the the submission process, um, and and sort of helping out with that. But um, I think that, you know, being able to observe it all the years, you you just see the the little things that, that you do to just improve it and make it better for mm-hmm. for the artists, for the community and, and you know, for the people everybody who's supporting it. Yeah. It's such a northeast Wisconsin approach. Well, yeah, just the gradual but it's so true. Yeah. It's like how it has to be. Of course. It's it's again that, that continuous improvement process. Mm-hmm. It's taking the ten thousand foot view, mm-hmm. um, looking where you are at point A and how do you get to point E B. 
Um, I like point or E. e. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> or, or, or in the key of E. Um, you, you know, how do you get there more effectively and efficiently, mm-hmm. as well as sustainability? Right. You know, how do you get there? You know, and, and the team, our team, has done just a, a tremendous job at, at, you know, narrowing, focusing on that, narrowing down specifics to get there. Cool. Um, what time is it? Just so we can. Fifty-two. Go another five minutes. Yeah, one, one more question. Sure. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay. Um, just like stepping aside from like Mile Music um, as maybe like some gigantic catalyst, what has been going now that it really feels like, yeah, last seven years, the scene itself has been building, whether that's more venues booking, um, more people coming out, more people supporting, hopefully. Um, what, like, what have you guys seen? Uh, locally as like in general um things happening communally like whether it's artists collaborating or um or venues collaborating is there anything that kind of excites you locally here I, for for me like this is the one thing that really just like justified the decision to stay here instead of moving back back east uh, was the fact that like you could tell after the first year that the community was super excited and then like the the excitement beyond the fest continued to grow exponentially throughout the years and more and more people started doing music uh, you know through you know throughout the entire year and not not just during the summer uh, people start to break away from doing cover bands you know, Stone Arch expanded their Tuesday series into doing sometimes a couple nights a week, um, and uh, you know, focusing on the the original, taking the three hour, the long three hour sets that were focused on like, you know, getting people in the bar and drinking to you know now bringing some really high caliber talent yeah, for you know, point. not long periods of time, still focusing on wanting to share, you know, great brews, but, mm-hmm. um, like, also getting everyone in there to, to, you know, be there and appreciate the artists. You've seen, you know, Deja Vu has been doing music for, for so long, um, but they really ramped things up after the, the, the festival. Um, and uh, you see everybody tapping into the massive pool of artists that the, the festival has sort of curated mm-hmm. um, and uh, opened... Appleton and and the community up to you know we see people playing in Green Bay we see people playing in Oshkosh and Kakana um, and uh, you know Menasha and Nina uh, you know all the way down to Oshkosh and stuff mm-hmm. and it's it's incredible how that that pool is spread and the excitement is spread and uh, yeah it's opened up the network really absolutely has yeah it. since Mile happened I mean now we have this scene mm-hmm. developed because I think I might be biased, but because of Mile um, happening, now you have you know these venues starting to open up, uh, like Gibson Music Hall that came online. Mm-hmm. I was gonna actually, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Calm's Pub and Kakana, you know Short Branch and um, you know the Ben Keg, mm-hmm. and you know again Deja Fox River House McFleshman's, um, 
Yeah, I'm trying to give a shout out to almost everyone. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But people just really making yeah, a commitment absolutely. To, 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 to the scene. Or, yeah, to the scene and bringing, mm-hmm. you know, not only hiring local musicians uh, as they should, but also attracting um, national touring artists as well to come into this area. And, and those artists are reaching out to these venues uh, specifically mm-hmm. to, to book shows and come back through. Yeah, there. I have noticed a lot of uh, mile artists um, and the reason I was noticing is because the like businesses that were adopting the mile participants, the the artists, um, once once I saw them start sharing all these like follow up dates and like once the mile was over, it was like oh next week don't miss us yeah like you guys were saying yeah. in this you know in Oshkosh in Green Bay and in, in Kakana mm-hmm. yeah it's so cool um, yeah just really wrap their arms around it yeah. And, I mean that's that's all community and it and it definitely is not all at the hands of of mile either i think that you know you look at the stuff that we jam are doing and mm-hmm. yeah. you know they're they're just killing it and you know obviously everything that's that's going on at the the refuge is always super cool i i think that it's you know we we can speak from our point of view you know working with the festival and you know and just having relationships with other other venues in town um but a community you know our community as a whole is really stepping up you guys doing these these podcasts and like mm-hmm. and, and video things is is great stuff that we'll eventually be able to pitch to the artists that we're trying to talk to and stuff yeah yeah it's all about infrastructure yeah at the end of the day yeah. these, these guys gotta too. get going yeah but no I, I think it's if i could just say one more thing i think it's like taylor just alluded to it I think it's important for, you know, the community, again, going back to the to the opening question, but just the community coming out and supporting. Mm-hmm. You know, we say, you know, there's I, I own a t-shirt to support local music, mm-hmm. right? But supporting, you know, each other, all the people that are, are involved in it and are doing it, the venues are doing it, the content providers like WeJam, uh, The Refuge, uh, Kurt, Kempen, um, you know, Pudge Productions, you know, and you know, supporting these people that are putting these shows on because it's not easy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not easy to, to do this. And I think it's important that we all work together, champion each other, and support each other to continue making this a viable thing for many years to come here. Definitely. Yeah. Sustainability is huge. Absolutely. I mean, without it, it can all fall, you know, and I, I don't think that's going to happen, but. Um, gradual, you know, one step at a time. Exactly. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It truly means a lot to me. 